And that's why May was really important for us. We we kind of set a di- direction for the company and we are still following this direction with the emojis. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. very important. Tell us about the emojis. <laughs> Tell us about the emojis. All right. So uh, we, we basically have three points, three directions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hackcast. This is episode number six. And as you might have noticed, it's me, Ivaiwo. And? And Kamen. This is our VP of Engineering, and he's joining us for the sixth episode. And since this is the last episode for the year, for uh, 2022, we are going to dedicate the episode to make a summary, a recap, uh, what happened this year, uh, because we think it, it was a good year. And it's going to be a bit loose because we're a bit tired, but uh, bear with us. It's the Friday of the year. Who is behind the camera? Who is behind the camera? Ted is behind the camera. Ted is behind the camera, yeah. And we're once again at the Hackcast Studio. So, guys, the idea is to basically go month by month and just talk about it. Just do a recap of the year. So, oh, right. who, who want to start? January want to start? Yeah. I will start with January. So, January was generally... I think the most important month for the whole year because we took two really important decisions. Yep. And it was to drop HackConf and Hack Bulgaria as um, one of the main things we were doing. So we decided just not to focus uh, any any uh, resource and stop stop doing them. Why is that, Rado? Uh, for first, I, I will not say we dropped it because it's, it's a hard word. We shelved it. Okay, we, we shelved put it. it on a right. shelf, like okay. elf, elf on a shelf. Yeah, elf on a shelf. All right. <laughs> but why was that? Yeah, because uh, some of our energy was going towards doing the conference, HackConf, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest conferences happening in Bulgaria. Perhaps OpenFest and uh, several others are, are bigger mm-hmm. or at, at the same size. And um, we stopped doing courses uh, for, with Hack Bulgaria. We actually st- uh, stopped with the courses with, uh, with the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. But uh, this was January 2022, we actually decided to not think and not plan any, any new courses or conferences and focus everything on Hacksoft. All right. Uh, because why? Be- because Hacksoft is the main driver be- behind all of this. Mm-hmm. And we were doing basically zero about Hacksoft's marketing, branding, and people were asking, uh, are you actually alive or yeah. is the company dead? Because mm-hmm. we-, we see nothing going on uh, in-, in social media or you're communicating actually nothing. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people were recognizing us because of the conference and because of the courses. Yeah. And when we... And when we uh, stop doing the let's say the conference and the courses Every, everyone was like oh why you stopped your business what are you going to do now i mean no one really knew about about hacksoft and the main business we were doing exactly so yeah hacks everybody knew about hack bulgaria hackconf some folks knew about hacksoft hack sofia which is <laughs> not, a, not an existing thing <laughs> a wrong reading on yeah uh, of several names but uh, hacksoft was a bit unknown especially here in bulgaria and this was a huge decision because we, we had to be honest with ourselves. Uh, we kind of hoped we'd get back to the courses yeah. at some point. But then we left everything else hanging. So it was like something in the back of your head haunting you. Like you have some work to do and you, you're you not getting to it. So I feel like we were honest with ourselves and we said like, this has to be put on a shelf for, for now. Yeah. For now. Um, so I think it's a big step too. Yeah. 
and it's like not the end of co the courses because we tried doing uh, Python one-on-one -on -one forever, mm -hmm. uh, which we will most probably continue doing and uh, uploading videos to, to YouTube, but it's not the course in our lecture hall or what's what's the pro proper English word for this? Zawa. I don't know, the hall. Yeah, the lecture hall yeah, in Wados. So yeah, it was a big decision and I think it was a good decision because it paid off and... Right now, tw 12 months later, we can say that Hacksoft has some kind of a presence, some kind of a brand. We are testing quite a lot of things and uh, there are quite a lot of things in the pipeline that are going to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it was a hard decision because we really loved doing it. Yeah. The courses and the conference was something that we enjoyed a lot. Yeah, because I, I think uh, the two of us are like uh, positive by, by default and we're defaulting to yes. Yeah. More, more often than saying no to things, and we were trying to figure it out, but eventually it was the better decision to not do courses and conferences, and just stick with, with Hacksaw for now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this was followed February, we turned eight, which is also another mystery. We turned eight? <laughs> no, the company turned <laughs> the eight. The company, the company. Yeah, uh, we were eight a long time ago. Uh, so Hacksaw turned eight. Why is this a mystery? A mystery? What, what do you mean a mystery? Big, because people are often asking, but I've heard about Hacksoft only like two years ago. How can you be eight years old uh -huh. as a company? All right. Well, so why, why eight? <laughs> I think we had a hard time actually counting the years. We needed to look through some like uh, archived emails and stuff just to ju just to know when we actually started. Uh, but Hacksoft has been around almost immediately after Hack Bulgaria launched. Yes, and it has always being a thing we have always focused most of our energy in in the company it's just something that people didn't really know about because exactly because we, we didn't for because we didn't focus any marketing any any branding any anything to communicate externally that this is alive and this is our main main business yes well we were communicating about the courses about hackbog area and we were doing we, we started with software development like really Right after after we, we started with the courses and do you, do you actually remember our first clients? I do. Uh, yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. Should uh, we should we discuss some of them? <laughs> should we spoil? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a learning uh, process. It was definitely a learning curve. Yes. We start we we started with some we started with some Bulgarian clients. Yeah, because uh, the the relationship was already there. It was easy for us to start doing some some things for for, yeah. for Bulgarian clients which turned out that we decided to stop working with Bulgarian clients and, <laughs> and for a good reason yeah and for a good reason and focused off our like sailing force to and, and marketing forces to uh, out clients outside Bulgaria yeah Bulgarian clients had one really big uh, flaw I, I'd say uh, they were not willing to pay after at you at invoice them well, <laughs> at, all. at all not a lot but at all <laughs> Yeah. I think we actually started with a website for Hackfemi. Yeah, we were we were doing we were doing the systems for the hackathon that we were organizing back yeah. then, and for uh, for Hack Bulgaria for the courses like the learning management system, the grading system, everything was uh, in house. Uh, we we developed it because we liked building software, and then we ha I think we we worked with uh, back then with Lurupeo, and the website turned out pretty good. It's yeah. no longer yes. online, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was one of our first clients. And I remember we were negotiating with a client where we really wobbled the offer and then the client rejected us and it turned out to be a good decision. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
actually <laughs> it is a great <laughs> great learning experience yeah this yeah. one was uh, if this client had accept had accepted i think it would have not been very pleasant yes yeah we will be in the red a lot <laughs> yes and uh, I, I suppose our very first non-Bulgarian client came as a recommendation from, uh, I think it was Miro from Office R&D. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which was, thank you, Miro. Thank you, Miro. <laughs> uh, which was our very first client and which helped us grow and actually establish a proper company and start doing things in the right way. Yeah. We were looking for technologies a lot in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, we were jumping from Python to JavaScript to Scala at some point. We did a mobile app. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, it was uh, a bit a bit of a pain. Oh, with the... Oh, yeah, yes. I remember. This one. It was plainly JavaScript, like using a third-party library that wasn't great. So I think we've we've grown a lot from. We, we hired Ivaka for this uh, for this mobile app, right? Did we really? I think so. Yeah, really? I think he he was working with Ivo on the app. I think yes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. we should yeah. ask him. Yeah, we should ask him. It was back in Beta House. It was. Yeah, in, we in were the co-working space. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, we started. We were like very early adopters of co-working uh, spaces <laughs> here in in yeah. Sofia. Even before Better House existed yeah. in Initlab. Initlab, yeah. Good old times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good to it's good to remember <laughs> all of those stories. Okay. We of course we cannot share all the details because they're a bit spicy, but uh <laughs> believe us <laughs> it was fun times. Yeah. And this is this was in February, so in February around twenty I think the twenty fourth of February, something like this is our official birthday. And right now we are just celebrating as Hacksaw because Mm-hmm. This is what we are, and this is uh, our primary focus in company. And it's eight years, and uh, for me, eight years sounded like a lot. I mean, it's for 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 a business, eight years are quite a lot. But for us, we were growing with the company as individuals, and we were learning all, along the way. So basically, eight years are not that much because if we start a company right now with all the knowledge that we have, it, we're going to be pretty quick mm-hmm. to get to a point that we, we currently are. Mm-hmm. But back then, we were young and uh, quite foolish <laughs> for some things. <laughs> and it took us some time and some lessons to, to get here. So eight years might sound a lot, but it just took eight years. Yeah, it's going to be nine next year. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> all right. What else? What else? So that, that was February and then March and April. After after the pandemic, uh, we were we were quite I think we were quite hyped after after our birthday celebrations and after the decision to focus market the marketing effort on, on Hacksoft. And we managed to start organizing the Django meetup again. Yeah. Because we stopped with basically with the pandemic everything was just shut down. Mm-hmm all activities outside of just developing software yeah and we started back with uh, with the django bulgaria meetup we did one online then we started gathering in person in the barter community hub which is a great place in the puzzle co-working space and in april we were basically getting ready for may which was our i i'd say for very first proper team building oh yeah absolutely well, that Which is, is really strange for this, eight years. Yeah, I mean, if someone is listening to this and, and, and hears for eight years we don't even have a team building, 
it's not going to be entirely true because we were on a lot yeah. of conferences together. We were on a lot of like smaller team building activities that were yeah. not like the whole company being somewhere, but like different smaller smaller activities and, and things, birthdays and stuff like this. Yeah. But yeah, we we never did the whole company for for a couple of days offsite doing 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 team building. Yes, that's why I call it a proper team building. Okay, yeah, I can agree that this is our first proper proper team building. With like a game, we 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 hired Adventure Night, I think, yeah, for to to design some kind of a game and activity for us, which was fun. We were in that event, and it turned out we really needed this proper team building because it was fresh after the uh, the pandemic is not officially over, but it's like in Bulgaria, mm -hmm. it's basically over for now. Uh, and I think everyone was craving uh, human interaction. Absolutely. And this team building helped with this human interaction. Yeah, not only in Hacksoft, I think every company was struggling with its people deciding to maybe look for other opportunities and yeah. um, needing human contact. As you said, it, mm. I think the office helped a lot before the pandemic yeah. in socializing. And after the pandemic, some people were like, well, I kind of like it home, uh, but they didn't realize that this was kind of impairing them from, from meeting with people yeah. and having that all the thing. Yeah, that, so while we were at the office before before 2019, uh, social interaction was kind of implicit because everyone's at the office and you, you chat with people and like their ad hoc, ad hoc activities. Yep. But then if you don't plan for explicit social activities after the pandemic, it gets really hard. And that's why May was really important for us. We, we kind of set a di direction for the company and we are still following this direction with the emojis. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's very important. Tell us about the emojis. <laughs> Tell us about the emojis. All right. So uh, we, we basically have three points, three directions. The first one is the crane emoji with the ship emoji, which is we need to build things and ship them because mm -hmm. this is our core. Mm -hmm. We're a software development company. And we will add some context to, to, to this in a minute. And we just need to continue building software and continue shipping software that's being used in production because if we do that, we will continue growing. That's extremely important. The second thing that we that we decided is going to be a focus of the company is we want to actually grow as a company and as individuals, meaning add some more people, add some more size, um, become better at things that we are not as good at. And it's just general growth. We, we, we needed some general growth and we are headed in a good direction, and this was this was paired with the third emoji. So, so the growth is with the seeds seedling emoji, I think. Yeah. Sprout. Sprout. Yeah. And the third one is the cheese, which is for maturing because uh, we're right now around 24, 25 people, mm -hmm. and you need at least some kind of processes for 24, 25 people that you you won't need if you are just 10 people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 10 people, you you, do, you don't need anything. You can run the company with. Basically, one one Slack channel. Yeah. It's, it's kind of enough, but well, at least two. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least two. Yeah, one for jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those are those are our uh, direction expressed as emojis, and this really helps because you can uh, easily communicate it visually, mm -hmm. with, and you can communicate it everywhere. And following our team building and following our presentation with the company direction, we actually started doing things uh, in order to move towards that, that, that direction and that vision, which is extremely important because sometimes you say, we're going to do that, and then you, f you follow up with nothing, which has negative effect. But I, I think this year, 
and the fundamental change that we were talking about was actually following up on uh, on the plans that we have and uh, being diligent about following up and doing things and seeing the results of those things. All right, during the same month, you were also a guest on uh, a Bulgarian podcast. Oh, yeah. Radio Tochka 2. <laughs> Radio Tochka 2 in Bulgarian. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a Bulgarian podcast, it's a really good podcast. Uh, Harry and, and team are like, discussing soft skills and leadership and it's in the context of uh, software development companies yep and yeah the other thing that i wanted to mention was that our core is uh, being a software development company but what we realized this year is that we are not communicating very well what kind of a software development company we are mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because for example we are not doing outstaffing yes and team augmentation Yes. Which is, when you say you're a software development company, by default, people say, oh, uh, do you have five Python developers? Yeah. And I'm like, why do you need five? <laughs> can you go with four? What do you need to build? Oh, can you send me the CVs of seven Python developers and if they can start right next month? We're not doing this. On hourly basics. On hourly basis, yeah. We're not doing this at all. Uh, and the other thing that we are not doing is like classic outsourcing okay. where we attach to a bigger company and we're just that an attachment to a bigger company and we get all of our projects from that bigger company and we have basically no sense of identity. Okay, we are not doing this, so what we are doing? So what we're doing is we're trying to find clients where we can take as much responsibility as possible in the context of software development. This is what we call end-to-end -end software development mm -hmm. because we do quite a lot of communication and product development yes. with prioritization and project management. And then comes software development, but then also comes infrastructure handling and DevOps. And we also start to do quality assurance. Yes. And we kind of have the knowledge to start talking with a client and figure out their needs and how we can address them and the different parts of, uh, of, a, of a project, those needs might, might be different. Mm -hmm. Because you usually start a project with just talking for a month and figuring out some of the requirements, then perhaps doing some quick proof of concept just to see if this is what we want and then following up with software development. So we are what we are doing is a holistic software development approach. And whenever someone comes, how do you identify clients that are not a good fit for us? If they ask you, do you have five developers? Yeah. And I always ask back, why five? <laughs> how, how, and how, why developers? How do you figure out this this particular number? And when they ask for five developers, it's usually a team augmentation deal, mm -hmm. and we try to stay away from those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We do now, but I think we tried some of those in the past. Oh, yeah? We tried a lot of things that didn't work. So oh, in, yeah. in that regard, we all also grew as, oh, yeah? as a company. And it, it, I just had a thought while you were talking. Mm. Isn't it strange that our company mission, vision, and values haven't changed since we created them a, a while back? The company has evolved a lot. We've set goals. We've set, like, we, we started picking our clients more carefully than before. We have a lot of things that we learned, but our mission, vision, and values were kind of perfect from the start. We added one more value. Which it one? was it was we because. <laughs> Uh, and I agree with this because we, we had some kind of intuition about what we want to do and what's actually working for us. And it turned out after quite a lot of iteration and work 
we drafted the goods uh, vision, mission, and values, and they were following the formula two for the vision, two, uh, four for the mission, eight for the values. But right now we have nine values, which for w when you when you have random OCD kicks, it's really bad. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think they're they're quite core to what we do. And we had a good intuition about them, but we needed some time in order to figure them out in a better way because you can you can see why those mission, vision, and values are important when you have enough experience. And I think if so far we haven't changed them, then we've done a good job uh, writing them down. Yep, yep, I absolutely agree. Yep. Anything to add, Ivo? No, not really. What about June? What about June? Anything good? Anything bad? So June is summer, so and summer is good. So summer is always good. <laughs> yeah, so in June, um, we when we started, let's let's see. When we started Hacksoft, Common we Common joined us really early. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like who was the fourth or the fifth person or yeah. I really don't remember. Who was the first one? The the second one after me and you? Uh, I think it was Tony. It was Tony, yes. Yeah, yeah. She, she joined us uh, when we were doing courses. And actually this year in June, we, we parted ways with Tony. It was nothing dramatic. Yep. We were talking about this with her for quite a long time and she just wanted to try something different. Mm -hmm. We wanted to try something different with the change of focus in the beginning of the year. And this is when we parted ways and we started hiring uh, to fill her spot. And so far, uh, we, we love Tony. She, she helped us get here. And right now we have Teddy, which is, uh, you, need, you, need, you need a Teddy on your team. There are no other ways to describe it. For six months, and even less, she learned to film, edit, and do good post-production on all, all the things that we're doing. So. And uh, us being behind, uh, us being in front of the camera requires a lot of post-production. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy to yeah, work with us. It is not. <laughs> and that's why we changed the recording schedule of the Hackcast not to be on Friday, because on Friday we were quite fright. Yes. Right now it's Tuesday. Yeah. We're still fright. But a little less fright. A less fright. Yeah. It's, it's because of December. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Friday of the year, though. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think June, July, uh, and August, summer months, uh, it was like when it's summer, things are going a bit slow, of course. And we returned back to going to conferences after after the bre after three years break uh, for the pandemic, and we started with EuroPython in uh, Dublin in Ireland. So we, I think we were like ten people, or I don't know, something, something, like, something this. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ivaka, who we mentioned uh, that we hired for this Shano mobile app. Yeah. I uh, actually had a talk about the Async Django, and I also had a talk about leading and growing software teams. And it was really refreshing, and uh, this was perhaps the main reason why we did our first proper team building this year. It's because we used to go quite a lot of conf uh, on conferences, and when you go to conferences, it's like a team building activity, because at least for us, almost always something unexpected happens when you go to a conference. Yeah. Do you remember the first conference that we went to? Uh, Rimini, EuroPython in Rimini. I think everything there was unexpected. I mean, <laughs> the, the whole conferences, the whole conference was unexpected, but 
the uh, we, we decided we can drive yeah we decided to drive and it was 12 hours going there which was 14. Kind of 14 14 okay which is kind of fine and then like 24 hours going back from from oh, Rimini to yeah. Sofia because because of the traffic because and, of the traffic and yeah, yeah it was horrible <laughs> yeah and the other thing that we actually started doing with your python uh it was in july we started filming vlogs yeah this is thanks to teddy uh i think for for the for euro python uh she didn't have a it's called a gimbal or state stabilizer it's a gimbal yeah it's a gimbal so she was holding the camera and the footage after this <laughs> was quite shaky but somehow she managed to edit it with like software stabilization and this this was our very first vlog and uh, since july we've recorded quite a lot of vlogs and i think this is this is a great idea because it shows um the vibe basically yeah. of us interacting with the conference with other people with each other and it's it's also great for uh, if someone wants to apply to hacksoft they can decide basically watching the video basically watching our vlogs they can decide if they're going to like the company or not Mm -hmm. And it's great for people who could not attend, for, for example, EuroPython to get a sense of what, what what actually happened. Yeah, and it's really nice also for internal consumption because you can watch yourself and be yeah, that's me on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. But can you really get a sense of the company from the vlogs? I feel like, that, like that's not true. If you watch like six, five vlogs, I think you can get a sense of the company, yeah. From one, not really, but from more, I think you can get at least sense of how we interact as humans. Sense of the work that we're doing, not yet, because we haven't recorded that content, content yet. But sense of uh, how would my day-to-day -day interaction with those people are going to look like, I think, yes. Yeah, m maybe you're right, yeah. I, I just feel like I haven't seen a company, even the giants, communicate very well what, it's li what is it like working in them, like what it is like having a day at work with those people in that place, in that office. So I, I feel it's really difficult to do that. Yeah, Otherwise, it is, it they would have done it. Well, it's always it's always scripted, I think, if you're going to show a day at and you want to be as raw as possible and you're a big giant co company, you, you, they, won't, they won't air that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I ju I'm just saying that nobody's done it in a good way in my opinion uh, i've seen vlogs from people mm. like singular people filming their day at work and oh, it's yeah. nothing yeah. like the the rest of their uh job yeah so and that's 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 why for example uh, our vlogs from conferences are quite it's not it's not scripted at all yeah. like i can say yeah. for sure it's not scripted we tried scripting it you cannot do it Cr uh, it's, <laughs> yeah it's it's basically uh, Teddy capturing us doing whatever we're doing and talking in front of the camera. Without even telling us. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> she's just filming in the corner <laughs> and you're talking quite a lot of... Uh, Bulgarian stuff. Bulgarian <laughs> stuff, but... Yeah, yeah that's, that's who we are, basically. And uh, it's important to, to show at least some part of our selves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not 100%, but this, <laughs> is for, this is for when someone joins us. Yeah. To uncover more. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to add uh, for for the summer? Uh, we had August in the summer too. Did we? Yeah. Anything interesting there? Someone, mm. someone's wedding probably. Yeah, yeah. I got married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in August, it was a 
it was yeah it was i don't fun. remember much okay uh, we are still waiting for um the, the video, video? Yeah. the video all right. all right so yeah the the guy who was filming uh, just sent an email today that is going to be ready in a day or two all right so are you helping there no <laughs> Yeah, this year this year was crazy because a lot of weddings were postponed from the last three years, right. and it was really hard to book a, a, a date. And actually, you can book a date, but then you cannot find anyone to uh, shoot a uh, photo shoot okay. and video shoot. But we somehow pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. your best man was nice. Ah. <laughs> yeah, my best man is right over there, Hiraiwa. <laughs> we also did a folk dance. Yeah, we were rehearsing all, all summer and all. Uh, yeah, tell, tell us more. I'm, I'm not really, uh, the, I'm not the best person to tell about my wedding. So, oh, about the, the dance or the yeah, wedding? Yeah, about the dance. Dance. Yeah. So we were um, we were gathering and rehearsing after work in like the Tuesdays, I think, and the Friday, the Fridays sometimes. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, and we were gathering here in in like this neighborhood in in a building without a choreographer, which was really really strange. Um, yeah, I think I think Martin did most of the choreography. Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. It was very very fun. Uh, most of the times, I mean, not most, all of the times that we gathered and did folk dances for weddings, it was awesome. Yes. And after the wedding's over, we stop rehearsing, and it's just bad <laughs> because yeah, we yeah. were in shape up until then. <laughs> well, we were waiting for like uh, the next wedding, yeah. the next wedding to get invited, so. Someone from Hacksoft who's listening to this podcast. Hint, 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 hint. Yeah. Go on, go on. <laughs> we, <laughs> are, think. we are all done here, so. Yeah. What about September? It was a sad month for me because I was sick and I missed the Django Khan. So yeah. can, you, can, you tell, can you tell me more about the Django Khan? Uh, we went to Portugal, which for me was a brand new experience because Europe Python was in uh, Dublin. Dublin's a great city, but we've been to the islands quite a lot and it's kind of similar to London. And it's cold. And it, it, it was okay. <laughs> it was windy. But this time we went to Porto in Portugal and it was uh, quite a different experience and I, I really liked it. And I think everyone who attended also liked the, the city and the vibes and uh, we managed to spend some quality time there. Also attended the conference. Also, I, I had a talk at the conference, which was nice. After so many years of uh, applying and trying, uh, I finally got uh, picked, which was which was really good. And again, we this time Teddy was carrying her gimbal, her stabilizer, and we did a better vlog, which is also on YouTube, which can show you the um, what 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 we actually did in Porto, and the amazingly photoshopped thumbnail. The, uh, I just love it. It's <laughs> it's like <laughs> for YouTube, you have to get crazy with thumbnails. <laughs> we are still not writing uh, clickbaity titles. We gotta try ne doing the next reactions. Year. We yeah, we so <laughs> every every YouTube thumbnail should have someone with uh, with his or her mouth open like <laughs> <laughs> and clickbaity titles. But we'll we'll see about this. And then comes comes October. This time uh, I was I was a bit sad because I couldn't make it to Open Fest. But I know you two made it. So why don't you tell us more about it? I was sick again. He was sick again. I was sick, yeah, yeah. That's why we have come. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm filling the gaps. Uh, so OpenFest, it was great. It was awesome. Uh, we had a stand at OpenFest. We got to meet, I mean, 
most of the people attending. This I was think. our first stand it ever. Was, yes, it was like a tryout. Mm -hmm. uh, can we do it? Do we like it? Um, do people like it? Because I think this is one of the best metrics. And I think people loved it. Mm -hmm. We had we had games, we had prizes, uh, we had giveaways, and we had people coming in and asking like, "What's going on? Uh, what's what are you doing? Where is Hack Bulgaria? <laughs> 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 Who are you?" <laughs> yeah, so we got to we got to explain to people like what is Hacksoft and uh, where when did we start? Who are we? And I think a lot of people enjoyed that, and I I really enjoyed it myself. And about the video and the vibes, so I was like uh, halfway across the globe when OpenFest was happening, and I was looking first at uh, pictures uh, in Slack and stories from Instagram, and I really liked it because it, it, it was telling a story that, first of all, uh, the folks at Hacksoft enjoyed being at OpenFest, and then in front of our stand, we always had like a large queue of people coming to play play the games that we have prepared and wanting to win the prizes. And I think we actually set a trend with the prizes because we, we picked like big, big Legos. And the next conference that I went, there were a lot of other companies giving big Legos for, uh, as a prize. And this was not happening before. Yeah, Legos are always nice. So. Yeah, before OpenFest. And, and again, we have a vlog from there. We have a vlog, which was great. And you can sense the vibe of, of the conference and everything that happened there. Uh, so for sure we will do it again, if uh, they pick us for sponsors. It's really it's really hard to get yourself as a sponsor to some of the conferences. I have a rant here. I can imagine, but why? Well, because, for example, you you write to the organizers of one of the biggest conference right now. Hack, Hack Conf is not happening, so there's a gap to be filled, and you say uh, we want to sponsor. Do you still have? places, free slots. So can you send us the, the details, the sponsorship package? And they say, yes, here it is. And no, they say, we will keep you a spot. When we have the package, we will send it to you. And then they don't send it to you. You figure out that uh, it's already open for sponsors. You write them an email and they're like, oops. We forgot about you. We forgot about you. It's like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> Like I think that the CRMs should be something that people mm, teach in school. You still need a human to use the CRM. Yeah, but again, if you have somewhere to place a note, hey, call these guys after we have the package. And yeah, but I think after after this year's this year's OpenFest, we will try to attend with a stand at least two uh, more conferences next year. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see about it. We'll for sure be more active uh, on that scene, and then. Was it in? Was it in October? Yeah, it was in October. We also went to London, back to London. Uh, our actually first proper client from outside of Bulgaria was based in London, mm -hmm. and during the years that we worked with them, we were traveling to London quite a lot. And pandemic, of course, three years break, and now we returned there to meet with a different client, and it was actually really good because we haven't met face to face for like three or more years, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's important. We communicate a lot on Slack, on, on calls, on Meet, but sometimes you just need to discuss some of the things in person, and it was great. Uh, we, we have a vlog from London again. again? <laughs> <laughs> this time, I was uh, Teddy was not with us, so I was filming it with my phone, which did a somewhat okay job. 
with the microphone not working from time to time, but Teddy somehow managed to <laughs> compile a, a really nice block. So yeah, uh, and what else? What else? What else? It's almost November and December, almost end of year. Yeah. And we are way past 20 minutes, right, Teddy? Okay. It's okay. So what did we start in November? The Hackcast. The Hackcast. We we returned to it. Yeah. So we, so, we so have Hackcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right behind you, right behind you. <laughs> so, so so we started the second season after yeah. four years, three years of post, something like this? Four years. Four years of post. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We finally decided to get ourselves together and... Yeah and record the second season, st start recording the second season. And so we're pretty consistent with it. Yeah, yeah. The so six episodes so far. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about the Hackcast? We have episodes about hiring, more hiring, then we have more technical topics around uh, next serverless, all the things we actually do. Yeah, so the, the, the main idea is to communicate things from inside the company, mm -hmm. how we do something, what are our processes, describe and uh, explain some of the technologies that we're using and it i think so far we're doing a good job we're still figuring out the topics mm -hmm. uh, we have quite a lot of ideas so we will continue experimenting and as long as we record each week i think we're going to be okay mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i really enjoy it because we don't really have a lot of time chatting about different topics yeah. and Hackcast is a great opportunity for the three of us or me and you to, to talk about just technology, yeah. things in the company, stuff like that. Exactly. And we get to December. We're in December right now. I'm not sure which December we... 20th? Around that, yeah. Yeah, something like... Or 19th of December? I'd 20th? 20th. I don't have this killing feature on my smartwatch to actually know what the, I, date? What the uh, date is. A watch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, let's let's finish with some some kind of a summary or recap or at least how you feel about this year, uh, because this I think this is important. A lot a lot of things had uh, happened this year. We did some fundamental changes which helped us uh, start actually growing and maturing and getting ready to get to the next level. Uh, something that I call a stable ground, like sitting on stable ground. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Ivo, let's start with you. Well, although. I was sick most of the year. Come on. <laughs> I had some um, personal troubles with my, with my health, but now I'm fine. So I feel like this year was, 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 was kind of huge because we definitely did a lot of things internally. So I think next year and basically the days after, we will, we will be uh, allowed to grow a lot and mm. uh, uh, basically improve ourselves in many different ways. So we did things that were needed for, for, for some time. So we finally settled down, kicked all of the distraction away and said, okay, we need to, to do this and this in order to unlock the company and uh, allow even, even further growth. So, so this was th this was the key thing for for this year for me. I think next year we will have this solid ground for growing and, yeah. and doing even better things. Yeah, well said. Come on. Yeah, I agree. So I I feel like most of the progress this year was due to the people working at Hacksoft. Mm. Like there was a lot of personal growth in everyone, and if that wasn't true, I think we wouldn't be like at the point that where we are, because I think you said it at some point. Even if like one person is very good, a very good programmer and and works with a client uh, on something, he couldn't do anything alone. Like you need a team, you need someone you can trust. So I feel like 
a lot of the progress of Hacksoft is due to the team and everyone growing. So yeah. it, it was a great year. Yeah, we what we usually say is that we have quite a lot of unrealized potential. The ceiling is pretty high and we haven't even reached like halfway there. So people realizing they're actually good and they have the potential, it really helps the growth of the company. And I think we can we can end with that. Those are good summaries. For me, it was uh, the year with the fundamental change that will let us do better things next the years to come. And yeah, uh, I think that's it. That's it for episode number six. Everyone, thank you for listening and watching. Please leave a comment. Like, subscribe, do something. Yeah, so leave a comment if you if you like what you're uh, what you're hearing. Just add a thumbs up, or if you don't like, you can write some something passive aggressive. If it's very aggressive, we're going to delete it, of course. But just leave a comment, let us know, and we will be back next year in January, and we will continue recording Hackcast. So. Happy holidays, everyone. Eat a lot of sarmi. <laughs> <laughs>